Hello and welcome to the Brookwood Church Sunday Message Podcast. Today our family pastor J.C. Thompson would lead us in communion as we remember Jesus' eternal atonement for our sins through his death on a cross. You can find our weekly message outline and many other resources on our website at brookwoodchurch.org or on our Brookwood app. Today, today's going to be a bit different. You guys can sit down. Uh, we've been very intentional today to create a service that will help people participate in the Lord's Supper today. And if you look at your outline, your blanks are filled in. I, I know that a lot of you in this room, if you're like me, that makes a little nervous. Uh, you're probably thinking about what you're doing this week. You're thinking about what your plans are tomorrow. You're thinking about what work, what your school life is gonna be like after Labor Day. And we all know a short week can create some stress. But my hope today would be that you slow down and that you try to be present with God today. You know, my prayer this week has been not that you learn more information, but that you would walk out having experienced time with God. And so today, I'm gonna ask some specific things of you. We've got some gifted musicians up here, and today, you're gonna be blessed by the service that's been prepared. But I'm gonna ask you to hold your applause. I think sometimes when we recognize and celebrate, I think we can stop the spirit by some of the things that we do, well-meaning things that we do. So today, I'm gonna ask you, as much as you can, focus on you being with God. Today, we're gonna practice something that Jesus did with his disciples. Scripture says this, when the hour came, he reclined at the table and the apostles with him. Then he said to them, I have fervently desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. So just to get you in the frame of mind of what Jesus is doing here, he clearly states to his disciples that he's about to suffer. And yet, he's excited to share this meal with them. He's not anxious. He's not worried. He's excited. See, I think sometimes we hear that Jesus was kind of dragged to the cross by an angry father. But Jesus willingly took that step. And he knew the ramifications of the step that he was taking. And he was sharing with his disciples, I'm ready. Something new is coming. He reclined and he shared his excitement with them. He was eager to share this last supper with his followers. Jesus knew he was moving forward and he was instituting a practice that we are going to participate in today. So whatever you've got on your plate, whatever you're thinking about, whatever you're anxious about, I'm gonna ask you to just lay that down and be comfortable in the slowness of being present with God. Offering's about to go around and we're gonna start singing, but again, be present with God more than recognizing the talents of our musicians. Jesus is just as excited about us participating today as he was 
in his excitement to share the meal with his followers. And I believe he's inviting us to practice with him today. And I'd like to invite you to the table. Let's pray. God, thank you for the intentionality that we can place on something that is a reminder to us of who you are. God, I pray that in all of our minds today that we would be able to focus on being present with you. God, I I ask you by your spirit to remove the distractions in this room, to continually set our mind on the things of Christ. And God, I pray for those in this room that don't know you, that they would be able to observe people, children, spending time with their father. And God, I pray that if there are those in here who feel guilt or shame or fear because of their sin, that today they would accept your forgiveness and they would rest in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Today, this service is yours, Father. I pray that every element, that every word, that every song would honor and glorify you. Thankful that you're here with us. It's in Jesus' name we're able to pray. Amen. Scripture continues to say, for I tell you, I will not eat it again until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took a cup and after giving thanks, he said, take this and share it among yourselves. For I tell you, from now on, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took the bread, he gave thanks. He broke it and gave it to them and said, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper and said, This cup is the new covenant established by my blood. It is shed for you. Today's scriptures will mostly be from Luke 22, and if you've got your Life of Jesus book, they can be found in reading 183. And if you haven't received the elements for the Lord's Supper today, if you could just lift your hand and and someone will bring those to you. Today, we see that Jesus was instituting a new practice with his disciples. He told his disciples that he was going to suffer and he was going to die to bring about a new covenant. In the Old Testament, the covenant of God with his people included faith leading to salvation, laws for obedience and behavior, but it had no way of covering the sin that people would have had in their life, temporarily, but not completely. Now, the old covenant was full of symbols of God delivering through the sacrifice of an innocent substitute. Those animals would never be a sufficient sacrifice for our sin as humans. Christ's words at this last supper pointed to the end of the old covenant and the establishment of a new covenant. These words would have shocked the disciples at the table just like many of you are shocked at the different type of service today. And yet Jesus was eager to tell them what was to come. 
All of that old covenant symbolism pointed towards Christ being sacrificed. Christ as our sacrifice is the perfect and complete and full sacrifice. And his body and his blood represent the full cleansing of sin in our life and perfect righteousness given to us through him. So who should participate in the Lord's Supper? Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians how you should take the Lord's Supper in a worthy manner and be prepared. Make sure that you don't take it in an unworthy manner. We ask that for those of you who have a relationship with God, that's kind of the first piece. That if you don't have a relationship with God, we ask you to observe today. We ask you to watch and to ask questions But if you've got a relationship with God today, you're you're welcome. We encourage you to participate. The second part, when Paul talked about taking the Lord's Supper in an unworthy manner, he meant for us to examine ourselves. And today, I want to give you an opportunity to do that, to slow down, to take a break from examining everyone else, and examine yourself. So we're going to take a moment to reflect. I'd like to guide you by asking some questions, but then after I'll give you some time for you to reflect on your own. My hope would be that you'll ask God's Spirit to search you. There's no way for any of us to tell if you spent the time with God to search, but I invite you to do that. My desire is that all of us would come excited to share in the Lord's Supper rather than be filled with guilt or shame. Ask God's Spirit to search you and confess any sin that you might have in your life. Let's pray. Ask God, am I acting in a way that vividly portrays not the unity of one bread and one body, but disunity? Am I conducting myself in ways that proclaim not the self-sacrifice of the Lord, but strife and selfishness and pride? Am I harboring any resentment towards another person or group? Am I honoring Christ in my family life, in my job, and in my neighborhood? Ask God, Is there anyone else in my life that I need to seek forgiveness from? Confess your sins and accept his forgiveness. Take a moment and spend some time with God asking him to help you understand how clean you are in his sight.
God, we came to honor you today. God, we place the full weight of our lives, our choices, our words, and our thoughts on the person of Jesus Christ. And God, we accept your forgiveness for us. We are thankful that in your eyes, God, we're acceptable because of Jesus Christ. And God, we pray today that you would mend our hearts as we reflect on what you accomplished through Jesus Christ and your spirit. Amen. The body of Christ, Jesus, the Son of God, became flesh. He took on the form of a human being. He would have felt the chill of a cold breeze. He would have felt the sting of the rain. He would have known about the sweltering heat and the sweat that would have caused his body. Jesus would have to endure everything in human experience in order to be our perfect sacrifice. Sadness, pain, temptation, and disappointment. And he would have to remain faithful and obedient to be our substitution. Hours after this Passover meal, Jesus was arrested He had been betrayed, he was beaten, he was slapped, mangled, and imprisoned. He was then crucified. He had spikes driven through his wrists and his feet. He died. His side was pierced with a spear and blood and water gushed forth. Throughout the Lord's life and his death, he never sinned. He became the perfect sacrifice for us. His body's sacrifice became our substitute. And the wrath and ugliness of sin, our sin, my sin, your sin, was placed upon Jesus. As we sing, let's take some time to think about the body of Christ broken for me. You can take out your bread. Jesus took the bread. He gave thanks. He broke it and gave it to them and said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Take the bread.
the blood of Christ. Sometimes people ask, why did Jesus have to shed his blood? The death of an animal ransomed the life of the offerer from the judgment of the Lord. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. Not only does the blood of Christ redeem believers from sin and eternal punishment, but his blood will make our consciences pure from useless acts so that we may serve the living God, Hebrews 9 tells us. This means that we're not only free from having to sacrifice animals, but we're free from any act that we believe would gain us acceptance before the Father, which are useless to obtain salvation. But we're free to rely on the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. When Jesus shed his blood from his side, from his head and his wrists and his feet, his blood cleansed us from our sin. Cleansed us from condemnation. Because of our faith in Jesus Christ and his sacrifice of his blood, we have nothing left to be punished for. Nothing. Jesus' blood was sufficient for our sins in the past, the things we've confessed today, and the things that we've yet to do. As we sing, let's reflect on how God sees us as guilt-free, perfect, because of Jesus shedding his blood for us. Take your cup. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper and said, this cup is the new covenant established by my blood. It is shed for you. Take the cup. After the taking of the Lord's Supper, Jesus and his disciples sing a psalm of praise to God. And we're going to sing together to celebrate in just a moment. But Jesus didn't just speak of his body being broken. He didn't just speak of his blood shed for us. No, he also spoke of a future meal with God. I hope today that you were reminded of Jesus' body broken for you to earn our righteousness. And his blood was shed to earn our innocence in the eyes of the Father. Jesus, after his resurrection, he told us of the spirit that would come, that he would be our helper. God's spirit indwells those who've placed their faith in Christ. Today is a reminder 
that from the beginning of time, God desired a relationship with his people. When he created Adam and Eve and placed them in the garden, he walked with them. When Joseph was suffering, Scripture multiple times said that God was with him. When the prophets spoke the words of the Lord, God spoke to his people. And then Christ came. God desired to be closer to us. He desired to know what it was like to be human. Every experience that we would go through in this life. And as a further part of his plan, Jesus ushered in the Spirit of God coming to dwell inside of the people of God. God himself dwells in you. God wants a relationship with you. He also told his disciples that he would not drink from the fruit of the vine until they drank it together again in the presence of the Father in the kingdom of heaven. God wants a relationship with us. He wants us to live on mission with him, participating with God to bring people to him. And Jesus is looking forward to the day that we join him at the table in the presence of the Father, celebrating the completion of the work of God. I don't know about you, but I look forward to the day that I get to share a meal with Jesus, celebrating what he's accomplished, honoring him, for what he did, loving him for my standing in the presence of God because of his life, death, burial, resurrection, and ascension to the Father. My prayer for you would be not to leave today having participated in the Lord's Supper without remembering every day that God is with you. JC, how can I remind myself, how can I slow down enough to remember that God is with me? I'll just give you two questions. Two questions that you can ask God in each and every situation that I believe will give you plenty of direction to obey God and be led by his spirit. Question one is this, God, where are you working in this situation? What are you doing? I don't understand it, I don't get it. What are you doing here? And then the second question, one of the most powerful questions to me because it illustrates God's purpose for us and it's just to ask God this, what do you want me to do about it? Where are you working and what do you want me to do? you always have an opportunity to ask those questions. And what I believe is if you begin to ask those questions, your relationship with God will be full, it will be complete, and it will bring you joy. It won't be easy, 
but it will bring satisfaction. Don't leave this place without asking God, God, where are you working? And what do you want me to do about it? And for those of you who are in our midst today that don't know God as your father, you don't have a relationship with Jesus, I just wanna encourage you in a moment when we sing, there'll be counselors down here at the front. And if you're embarrassed, nervous, we've got a room back there so you can ask your questions freely. If you feel something stirring inside of you and just need to know more about this Jesus who would die on the cross for you, pray that you take that step today. Let's pray and celebrate the life that God has given to us with his spirit. Jesus, thank you. Thank you, God, that you sent your son to this earth for us. Jesus, thank you for obediently following the call of your father. Thank you that in the eyes of God, we have acceptance because of your sacrifice and resurrection. But God, don't leave us there. Don't leave us there where we just have a clean conscience. God, you wanna partner with us to live life so much so that you gave your spirit to us to indwell us. God, we celebrate the fact that there's a God who created everything that wants a relationship with us. And today we, we sing and we celebrate and we honor you as Father. We celebrate you, Jesus, and what you did through your life, through your death, through your resurrection, and that you ushered in the Spirit of God indwelling people by your ascension to the Father. And Holy Spirit, we celebrate the fact that you help us understand God. You lead us, you guide us. We are not alone. And you give us a body, a community to make a difference in the kingdom of God. Today, God, we celebrate you together with one voice, one accord. We love you. Amen. Here at Brookwood Church, our desire is to assist you in pursuing a relationship with Jesus so that you can experience transformed life. If you have questions about this message or you would like to request prayer, we encourage you to visit our website, brookwoodchurch.org forward slash get help. You can also find our message archives on our website or on our Brookwood app. Thank you so much for listening and have a blessed day.